What's going on everyone and welcome back to another episode of Business is Pleasure. You're here with your beautiful host, Colette, and I'm okay, Jonal from the Clarendon Trading Company. So every week on Business Pleasure, we like to take some time to just do a little recap of how was our week, how our relationships coming along, and most importantly, how our business is as well. So um, this week, I think we have like a bunch of things to talk about, but I think like we're just gonna talk and just like, wing it. We're just gonna wing it and figure things out from there. But um, usually how we start every episode is um, how is how was your week? How was your week? Man? Um, my week was pretty much the exact same as last week because uh, every week is the same. So <laughs> trust. So it was good. Uh, no complaints. I'd say sales are picking up quite steadily. Yeah. Yeah. So that is nice. Um, yeah, what about your week? Um, my week actually has been really good. I think like when this whole thing initially happened, of course, like, just like everyone else, I was kind of like on edge and uncertain. But I think just like finding a routine and just habits that allow me to remain consistent, that's given me a bit more, I guess, like, ease with this whole process. Mm -hmm. And yeah, and I think also too, like, just the simple fact that like our business is actually still running smoothly. That kind of like takes away some of the anxiety because when this whole thing initially happened, it's like, oh my gosh, like what are we gonna do? What's next to come, you know? Yeah. But I think with me, it's just like I started this new online class, so like I've been able to have more time nowadays to do things that I actually just want to do. It's like why not? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like you and I talk about it constantly. It's like, hey, if we're gonna be going through this whole um, quarantine thing, let's come out here with some type of skill, and we can look back and be like, you know what? It was bad, but it wasn't that bad, you know? It was, like, somewhat bearable. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. So I think overall, like, yeah, it's, it's, it's been okay. I can't really, really complain. And I think about success, too. You and I have talked about this before. It's, like, a lot of times we try to, I guess, separate our personal relationship from the business. Mm -hmm. And you, I, th I remember you saying to me that, like, you always thought that if the business isn't necessarily successful, that can almost, like, affect our relationship as well. Yeah, because like, I feel like when we first started our business, you were always like, no, they're separate. Like, our business is separate from our relationship, but... Which they should be, but... I know you're going with this, but... But it's not realistic, right? Like, we'd have a fight about the business, mm -hmm. and then turn around two minutes later, and you want to give me a hug, and I'm like, I'm like, no, I'm annoyed, I'm pissed yeah. off, so yeah. like... When people say, like, don't mix business and pleasure, it actually is true, because... Sometimes it's it's hard. The lines get blended, and it's hard to have actual and true separation, especially when like you're in an actual relationship as well. So I don't know. I feel like at the beginning it was really hard to like make that distinction, especially when our business was in shit. Its, yeah, it's infancy. It was crap. It sucked. You know yeah. what I mean? And I think that's the hardest part too. It's like it's like a basketball team. You know, like when everyone is winning. It's okay to joke around. It's okay to miss a couple of practices. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. When you're losing and you realize, like, hey, like, these habits aren't really working well. So, like, let's figure out something new. Yeah. And I think with us, too, it's like when our business was initially starting, it affected our relationship so much more because it's like we kind of, I know I would personally blame you for a lot of stuff and you would blame me for a lot of stuff. So it would be like, oh, man, you know, the business sucks right now because it's cost not doing this. The business sucks right now because cost needs to be more serious about the business and everything, you know? And it's like when the business isn't working out, you're so quick to, like, 
portion blame onto someone else but the reality of it is is like we are a team like let's figure this out together you know mm -hmm. and i think over time when we started to see like the successes in our business i think it's because like we kind of use the same i guess systems from our relationship and the same processes to be like hey like you know what i mean like we communicate we try to i guess like be understanding of one another so how, how can we like use those same type of steps into our business and like we did we're like okay well let's treat this like our baby like what does it need let's nurture it let's nurture it you know and i think over time we kind of realized like our business relationship became successful because our relationship was successful yeah that's true like you know that's true they definitely are like intertwined and connected mm -hmm. but i feel like with that I don't know it's kind of like a touchy situation because i remember when we first started our business i would always like have this worry that if our business wasn't successful then mm -hmm. it would be hard for our relationship to be successful as well i don't feel that anymore i don't know because like even when our business wasn't successful for the last like for the first like year and a half two and a half years our relationship was still fine i know but it caused so much struggle and strain mm -hmm. and like think about all like the the tension that the lack of success in our business caused in our relationship and our business was not as big as it is now mm -hmm. you know what i mean so like sometimes like i just i used to fear that a lot i don't fear it as much because i have more like confidence in our business right now and in our relationship so like it's not necessarily something that i think about as much but i definitely thought about it in the beginning like, I can definitely see that. And it's kind of crazy that you say that as well, too. Because I think, like, a lot of times, like, there are people that have, like, a hobby. And, like, their hobby is kind of, like, that catalyst that allows the relationship to work and move smoothly, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think for us, that's what our business has become, you know? Because, mm -hmm. like, when you really think about it, like, yes, we, we do have a lot of similarities. Our personalities are quite similar. And also, we have a lot of opposites as well, too, right? But our business is that one thing that, like, no matter what, like, we always come back to or we'll always have a topic to talk about. We'll be like, hey, like, I was reading this article just now, like, you know, this could help our business. Mm -hmm. Or I'll be like, oh, Colin, I was watching the show and they said something that you said about a business or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think the good thing about a business is that, like, it's always good when you're in a relationship, when you guys have some type of, like, foundation that you guys can go both work towards, you know? And I think yeah. that's the good thing about our relationships. Because I, I, I personally know, like, a lot of people that are in, like, relationships that are married, they have nothing that they do together anymore. They have no hobbies. They don't really have, like, some interest like they did yeah. before, you know? And it is good to have, like, separation in your own personal interests yeah, for sure. as well. But I think, like, I do appreciate our business for that as well because it's definitely something that unites us. Like, even sometimes I think back, like, what do we talk about before... We had a business together. So like, oh, I like you. Like, oh, you're, so <laughs> you're so pretty. I can't even remember it. Like, it's not that, it's not like 100% of our conversation now no. pertains to the business, but like. It's a large aspect of our relationship. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely a large aspect of our relationship. Yeah. Especially when it's like, when it comes to relationships, and I think they say like, what, 51% of relationships or marriages fail because of finances. Mm -hmm. And I think with us too, the the finances are so intertwined within our relationship because it's not like you have your own job i have my own job and it's like oh well i'm worried about what i make and you're worried about what you make it's like it forces us to yeah. both understand the levels of finances that go into the business and what we need to do to be a successful business you know what i mean yeah. i think that's important too because i think a lot of times relationships there isn't enough conversation when it comes to money mm -hmm. you know and like with us like running the business and having access to the accounts like i kind of always know 
or have an understanding at least like yeah. how things are going financially and you do too you know yeah i'm not gonna lie i've always found that a little bit strange but like what every like just when like some people in relationships like they'll have their finances and the other person will have theirs mm. Like, I get it, everyone does their relationship their own way and what, like, works for them and is comfortable for them, but I feel like even before we had a business, Mm -hmm. we were always kind of, like, not as much as we are now. Yeah, for sure. But, like, it was always kind of, like... I always knew, I always knew, like, hey, like, oh, look, it'll cost this much, okay, okay, okay. okay, okay." (laughs) Like, what's mine is yours. (laughs) Okay, what's going on over there, like, you know? Yeah. And I I think that's important, because I feel like sometimes in our society, like, talking about money is almost seen as, like, somewhat devious like oh like i'm gonna see how much money they have or like you know it's taboo for mm-hmm. sure like even they always say that in like north american society like one of the things that's the most taboo maybe not as much anymore is like finances yeah like, like how much do you make yeah it's, do you make like, it's like it's like it's very like hush hush nobody really talks about it and i feel like that even blends down to like relationships as well people will be in a relationship with someone and they'll still feel uncomfortable being like hey like how much money do you have do you have a savings account how much is in it do you have like you know what i mean or i've even heard people that are in like marriages and they'll have like secret accounts yeah because what it is too it's like money is like a representation a lot like of your discipline and your work ethic you know yeah so a lot of times when people don't have a lot of money it's almost saying like yeah, you're not a hard worker or you have bad discipline, you know? I feel like there's a lot of, like, nuances into, like, finances that people don't really talk about. Like, people definitely attribute somebody's finances or, like, how well they are at ma- managing money, I guess I would say, with, like, their overall attri- attributes as a person. Yeah, like, you're responsible. You manage your money well. You know? Yeah, which, like is like true in some circumstances but not always 100 percent true some people might be great at managing money but like the most irresponsible person in the world so, yeah yeah so yeah. like you never really know but i feel like it's definitely something that as a society we probably don't don't talk about as much as we should mm-hmm. um but i definitely think it's something important in relationships no a hundred percent i think also too like if you want to be with someone long term as well too right i I know like you and i we both have like financial goals that we want to obtain Mm -hmm. and it's like hey if we don't talk about these things we're not gonna know how much to save how much to spend should be stocking some money away in this account and so on and so forth so i definitely think it's definitely it's of course an important it's not important thing that everyone should be like more or less concerned about Mm -hmm. you know um but i i don't know I, i feel like with me it's like even I have conversations with my friends, it's like, oh yeah, like I make X, Y, amount, you know what I mean? But I feel like with some people, it's almost like a bit embarrassing too, right? Like, mm-hmm. you don't want to talk to a friend that makes like a million dollars and you're like, hey, like oh, I made like 2300 last year. Like, you know, cause, like, so I can definitely understand the degrees, yeah. uh, the degrees of it, but it's like... But I guess, but I feel like how you discuss money with your friends mm-hmm. and your family is different how... I personally would discuss it in like a relationship. Mm-hmm. Obviously, with your not, not a bunch of detail. Yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. Like your friends and family. Like I don't care how much money you have, mm-hmm. as long as you're good and you can afford whatever you want to afford. Cool, and mm-hmm. it's vice versa. But when it comes to a relationship, I feel like at least with like the way that I define mm-hmm. our relationship is like we're a team and like mm-hmm. we're a house. You know what I mean? So like whatever money you make, whatever money I make, like it all goes back to the house. Mm-hmm. It all goes back to like you know. So I just, 
I feel like it benefits us and it benefits, I think, most relationships to be honest about your money. Yeah, for sure. And also, what it's important to is like also how you get into a relationship too, right? I think we were fortunate because like we were at the same point in yeah. terms of our careers too. We were both broke. Yeah, yeah, like <laughs> legit. It's not like you were working like your nine to five corporate job and you kind of had like this pile of money you were sitting on and I was just like this broke student. We were both broke students together. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think that's that's one thing as well too it's like the starting point of the relationship that's and your true. finances as well too you know because it's like hey like if you're a millionaire woman and i'm this broke guy now you're of course going to view money a bit differently mm-hmm. to be like hey is this guy using me does he have alternate ulterior motives or whatever yeah. the case may be you and know? in that case you might not want to be as it's open about money right yeah. so i think it definitely does depend on the circumstances but whether or not you're not as comfortable about it it still needs to have there still needs to be a conversation about it regardless yeah and i think that's the most important aspect too but I, even even with you it's it's even with you and i it's like we talk about money but we don't necessarily talk about like the desire of money like oh i want to get money so mm-hmm. i can buy this house or i want to get money so i can buy this new cool mercedes or anything like that you know but I, I think like with you and i we kind of know like it's a tool yeah it's a tool and i feel like we like I don't know, I feel like we have common or similar, like, ideologies about money, I would say. Like, I wouldn't say that I idolize money, but I definitely love it. Oh, I respect it. it. Yeah. I respect the hell out of money, you know, that much. I love and respect it. I respect it. And I think that it is probably one uh, or the most powerful, sorry to say, tool in Mm. the world to utilize and to, you know, benefit yourself and others, so... It's not but even like what you just said, like sorry to say, like why is that a bad thing for you to be like it's probably the most powerful tool? Yeah, you know what? I'm not sorry. Yeah, like like I'm you know what sorry. I mean. And you I know? think that's what happens sometimes. Like, yeah. like in certain cultures, we almost like demonize yeah, the, like, the work ethic of trying to get money. Yeah. You know, and, and you shouldn't be like yeah. you know, like you don't praise it. You, I don't like you, you've never come off as someone that's been like desperate or in, in so in need of money that it's like it's negative. I do. Yeah. I I agree. I feel like as people and society, we kind of like. We demonize it, and even even one thing that I've noticed a lot, especially with everything that's going on right now, is a lot of people because of COVID nineteen, they they're not on Airbnb anymore. So there's a lot of I told you like Airbnb listings on Facebook and stuff like that for like short term leases, and you can tell that they're Airbnbs because they all come fully furnished, like nobody's renting their place fully furnished most of the time. So. Or selling their place fully furnished. Yeah, so like a lot of people in the comments are like, ah, ha, ha, good for you, you're getting what you deserve, you greedy person. And it's like, how? Like, why Why do we have this like negative and like demonizing view towards somebody utilizing whatever finances they had at the point to get income properties or to get places and put them on Airbnb, a platform that they can utilize? Like, I just find it so odd that as a society we like demonize individual people for utilizing whatever tools that they have utilizing their finances to get more money i don't know i do get it like yes the housing market in toronto is high the housing market in toronto has like you know a high demand and a short um, a small amount of units and rentals for people to access but at the same time that's not really an individual person's fault you know 100 percent. so and i think i think sometimes what it is too is that like 
those people they probably don't characterize with the hard work and the effort that it takes to like build capital and to like try and build a rest a a rest a real estate empire you know yeah. and it's unfortunate that because like yes this guy was taking advantage of the opportunities that he did have and unfortunately it he came across bad luck with the whole covid nineteen issue mm-hmm. but I think for for us for people to sit there to criticize what he what this person has gone through it's really unfortunate and it kind of yeah. shows like the insensitivities when it comes to, and also like the way we view people with resources that's what i mean mm-hmm. it's like it's like because someone has resources or because someone was smart with the resources that they did have mm-hmm. to get additional resources like that doesn't make them a bad person they mm-hmm. weren't committing a crime maybe greedy maybe, maybe greedy but short not whatever even, yeah. not even it's like okay if I had a surplus of money and I wanted to make more money, make more money, that does not make me a bad person. Mm-hmm. That does not like I don't I don't think that there's a limit. Like okay, let's say this person that we're talking about in particular on Facebook had like eighty five hundred mm-hmm. units across the city. Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe that's a little bit of excess. Mm-hmm. Maybe someone could argue that that's greedy, but having three properties that you're now going to facebook to find short-term leases for because you have them on airbnb i don't even see that as greed like i think greed is something that's subjective and as society we put so much of a negative spin on people capitalizing off of their resources and capitalizing off of what they have to get more resources and money that i feel like having that mentality it holds a lot of people back because if you're constantly looking at money as something that's bad and negative and something that you shouldn't talk about freely in like a relationship or you shouldn't desire or express the fact that you want more of it or you mm-hmm. desire more of it, then it's going to be really hard for you to get it. That's perfectly said. Very well said. And I think it just goes back to the idea. It starts with the mentality first. Yeah. Like, you know, I think if you have a mentality that like, hey, I'm only comfortable with this amount of money and working my nine to five, for sure, the entrepreneurship lifestyle probably isn't for you. But I don't think that gives you like the right now to criticize and get at people because they're making, they're taking efforts to actually try and become more successful and make something more of themselves, whether or not you agree or disagree with the way they're doing that. Mm-hmm. You know, so... That's what it is, guys. Um, any last words before we head on out of here? Any no more money talks? No more money talks. No more money talks. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right, guys. Thank you so much again for joining us on another episode of Business is Pleasure. If you guys ever have any comments or concerns, feel free to hit us up in the DM or in the comment section. Until next time, peace.